Welcome to Machine Learning. One of the things that you have to have for any resource is um, another resource. Resource requires resource. So countries with the most resource become the wealthiest countries. And one of the thoughts that I have been very interested in is the production of hydrogen from seawater. Because you can take the resource called seawater and convert it into hydrogen and then consume the hydrogen and produce water as a byproduct. So you get, you get clean water as a byproduct of the hydrogen. And hydrogen has been talked about for since 50 years. And so my voice on hydrogen is, is just one drop in the bucket. A few hundred of you will listen to this. But I hope that some of you will actually begin to engineer um, magnetic motors that generate hydrogen, solar photic um, systems using chemical, electrochemical reactions to create hydrogen. And one of you will develop a device based on the inspiration that I'm sharing that will produce hydrogen to electricity that will be in a country where there isn't um, monopolies controlling the electric production. And if the plans can be replicated, then your idea will propagate because it has to be low cost it has to be reprodu- uh, recreatable, and it has to be distributable. And once you a- a- create that environment, then it will become widespread, just like the cell phone did. Uh, cell phone provided information communication, mobile communication, and at, when its original introduction, it was relatively cheap, a few hundred dollars. Now it's a thousand dollars due to inflation. But the device itself, Samsung could build that device very, very cheap. Um, I remember having some mobile devices from Samsung that were about $40, and they were very uh, powerful. They had SIM cards. They had, um, uh, it was able to communicate by Wi-Fi or by a cellular, cellular, cellular plan. Okay, let's get into hydrogen from seawater. Solar energy, water, splitting panels create hydrogen for fuel cell vehicles. Okay, a small amount of silicon and cobalt grown in a nanostructure, thin films of iron oxide convert sunlight into electrons needing to form hydrogen from the water. The coliform like structures have high surface area for splitting the water. And that's the key is that's why they build the, the nanostructures is it increases the surface out area. So anytime you do things like electrolysis, you want to increase the surface area over the stainless steel plates. Uh, try to reduce down your corrosion elements with anode by using nanomaterials. And uh, produce as much hydrogen as you can with the lowest amount of amperage. The silicon improves electron conductivity in the material. The cobalt acts as a catalyst. So that's one way to to create um, hydrogen for seawater. 
A, a company called Hypersolar generates hydrogen from uh, salt water. And the way that company does it is um, they take sunlight and water and they produce uh, hydrogen. And they're, uh, they do it through photovoltaic. Uh, most of the hydrogen in the world today is created from steam methane reform. But that is very expensive. It requires uh, a lot of energy to create the hydrogen. So what they did is they uh, built the um, water electrolysis at the nano level. And they use low-cost photo electrochemical technology to separate the hydrogen from the water. So their innovation is reliable, economic, and they're um, trying to build the future using photovoltaic. So again, um, not a bad, not, not a bad idea, but, uh, um, it still requires a lot of surface area to produce the hydrogen. Uh, wastewater. Okay, we have a lot of wastewater recycle. We have water treatment plants, um, reverse osmosis to clean the water. But one thing you could do is use that wastewater to produce hydrogen. And uh, particularly the methane to hydrogen conversion. The next one is a electrolytic catenation exchange module is used by Navy to produce synthetic fuel, liquid natural gas, and hydrogen from salt water. So now you, the Navy is going to get two things, liquid natural gas and hydrogen from the salt water. Now, the, the, the question on each one of these technologies is, can you build a business model around it and make a profit? So one of the problems that, that uh, fuel cell semis have is there's no distribution network for refilling stations. And so, you know, you produce the hydrogen, but how do you get the hydrogen on site? Well, you'd have to transport it by, uh, by, by semi, and then would the cost of that hydrogen be cheaper than uh, diesel fuel? So if you can't produce the hydrogen cheaper and you can't uh, um, um, get the profits, then the company will die out. Now, one of the things I found real interesting last night when I was looking at... Uh, um, a technology for magnetic motors that would drive cars is one of the problems that they had was they tried to raise funding to build the motor and then build the, the car line. It, it was a technology that was proven, but they couldn't raise the financing for it and then they couldn't get the um, uh, production line in place. And then the, the inventor... Um, mysteriously dies. And 
so he had created a magnetic car, magnetic motor car, and it drove great. Had a, a single um, motor in the front, so it was front wheel drive, and electric motor in, you know, a, a, a probably about, a I would say, maybe a 100 horsepower motor. He, his thing was keeping his amperage down, so he, he managed the amperage to get the mileage. And um, it was good. For, it was a great car for a commuter in city. But he never got the mass production on it. And as a consequence, uh, the idea never got off the ground. I think a better way to do this is not try to enter in such a regulated market like uh, automobiles, but try to build a power generator, let's say you could build a magnetic motor or, in this case, a um, (coughs) seawater to hydrogen uh, technology, then produce the hydrogen and convert the hydrogen to electricity onto the grid. So you're creating excess energy onto the grid. And then... Uh, possibly in that form, you could begin to um, create maybe agreements in local communities where you can't necessarily sell the, the, the power because there's regulations about selling the power. But maybe inside of your network... Um, I don't see why you could not uh, generate some sort of mechanical energy in the sto- in the form of batteries, and then provide that to them or something. It has to sol- you have to solve the problem of the movement of that energy, and that's basically why uh, innovation in Energy 1.0 has been uh, crushed for so long. Is that there is no way to distribute your energy freely. Now, if you look at Tesla, Tesla came up with the idea of wireless power. So the transmission of power over the air, which his original patent was uh, cell phone technology or wireless communication, but he lost that. It was basically stolen from him. And... uh, but his other idea was wireless power, which has never been done. And that could, if you could generate a subscription-based a device that you sell the for usage of the receiver of that power, then you could transmit the power. And that, that might be the solution to the monopolies that are controlling the energy grid. Okay, NanoFlow cell uses seawater to create an electric charge, which is stored in supercapacitors. The car's two 200-liter tanks have a 373-mile range and four electric motors in the tires. Nano flow cell. All right. Well, hopefully uh, this inspires you, and uh, and I hope that uh, you provide some feedback to me on um, any technologies you